Hey, it's Colin Parker. Uh, this is Journey Under 30, a roadmap drawn in Discovery, and this is roadmap number two. So, uh, hey, we're in it. We're actually getting started. I sat down today with the schedule that I worked on, um, and I, I actually elected to do two classes today, and I'm going to definitely talk about the very first one, and then I'm going to try and get through as much of the second one uh, as possible in my allotted time. I'm going to try and keep this one to around 10 minutes. Um, so let's, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, what I decided to work on today was to work through a uh, something that LinkedIn um, or Lynda.com, whichever one you use, they're the same thing. Um, they have these like learning paths that you can take, uh, and you can take these courses, and you learn these extra skills, and it gives you the ability to put it on your profile, or even if you don't want the credit necessarily for it, it's just something to give you the learning and the skills and the ability to kind of keep moving forward, keep learning, keep growing. And kind of like we said yesterday, that's exactly what I'm focusing on this month. Uh, so I, before doing all of this, I had taken a few marketing related courses uh, and maybe I will circle back to those, um, whether retaking them or taking similar ones or just reading through with you some of the notes that I've taken in previous courses. Um, we'll see. Another um, interesting idea that I had kind of as I started this, and I'm already looking at the time that I have left on this episode, uh, you know, obviously I know how to edit and I know how to do all those things uh, because I edit multiple shows here on the Scavengers Network. But I, I also kind of feel like I'm going to try and just do all of these in one take. Um, and basically, if I say um, or if I say like, or if I mess up a sentence, uh, maybe I'll just leave it in. I, I don't know if I necessarily want to be really kind of grueling over every little aspect of this little experiment, because that's also going to end up being a lot of extra time. Um, not that I obviously don't want to put in the time. Hmm. Well, see, once again, I'm now I'm just sort of monologuing to you. And I probably should be talking to myself about this, which I guess I still am, but you get my point. All right, well, we'll come back to it. We'll figure it out. So let's talk about the first thing that I did today. I went through the LinkedIn coursework uh, and I started a learning path on becoming a small business owner. Uh, obviously, I already am, but I felt like there was probably going to be something in here that was going to apply to things that come after you start it, uh, or there might be things that I would hear or read or whatever and say, ah, I really wish I had known that, or maybe there's things that I still haven't done um, that I could do, right? So this is, you know, again, a good learning experience, and also at the end of the day, knowing that I do know every last aspect of what has gone into it or should have gone into it and know that I've done it correctly is important. Um, so the first thing that they do, the first thing that they have is a kind of shorter video series. Um, it's a forward, essentially, to the whole course. Uh, Guy Kawasaki is uh, definitely a big name in entrepreneurship and you know business courses. They mentioned Guy a lot in multiple classes that I took. Uh, I, I also think that um, from from my experience with 
hearing about him or reading anything that maybe he's he's said before. I, I do think that he's also kind of more of a uh, like almost like a public speaker in regards to the lessons and points of of this category, right? Of you know entrepreneurship, business ownership, business. Um, and so I'm just gonna kind of go through the bullet points of the things that he talked about. Uh, so one of the big things on entrepreneurship for him was focusing on your pitch. So one of the first things you want to do is you want to get your team together, and then you want to perfect your pitch. And your pitch is done through a something that we call a pitch deck. Um, if you don't know what that is, I'll come back to it in a second. Um, but then also the last thing that he says is make sure that whatever you're working on or whatever you're pitching needs to be relatable. Um, you know, you don't want to just throw out a bunch of terms that will make you seem smarter uh, without actually, you know, hitting any real answers. You know what I mean? I, I think we've all been there where there's a, just essentially a bunch of jargon and not an actual everyday sentence that you would imagine hearing about a problem and how it's going to get fixed. Uh, so that was kind of a big thing for him. And then another thing was creating a prototype um, being kind of the first thing that you should do because it it takes all of the delusion away, right? Um, when you have a prototype, you kind of almost immediately have this idea of people will either use it or they won't. Um, so there's not any really speculation necessarily anymore. Once you have a prototype, you know this is something that we can you know look at. You know how many people are using it, how many people want it, things like that, and then you can fix and evaluate. Um, I think I just completely butchered that word. Fix and evaluate. There we go. Uh, you can do that. You know, based on the stats and like the numbers and the everything that happens once you make that prototype. Um, and then after that, once you have all your data, because a lot of the times you can't really speak on anything until you have the right data, um, that's when it comes time to do your pitch. So I mentioned earlier doing a pitch deck. Uh, a pitch deck is basically, it's a, it's a lot more powerful than a business plan. Um, because a lot of the times, you know, your business plans or your forecasts, uh, and actually, to, to be honest, Guy is not the only person that I've heard say this. Uh, obviously, forecasts and business plans are are helpful in certain situations. And I think a lot of the times with finance stuff, sometimes, you know, they are needed. Uh, but they really don't tell you as much as your pitch does or as much as your prototype does. Um, so basically, you want to make a pitch deck, which is kind of like a um, PowerPoint presentation, essentially. And what you're doing is, is you're making this deck of slides uh, and you have what a lot of people call a 10, 20, 30. Um, it's 10 slides, which you present over the course of 20 minutes. And uh, everything that you have up there is 30, po 30 point font or higher. Um, because the idea is that, like, you know, you don't want to have everything that you're going to be covering up on the screen because then people are just going to read it instead of listening to you. Uh, so you're just kind of hit a few bullet points, but then give the actual, like, text, if you will, like, out loud. Do that part verbally. Do that part naturally. Um, and also, you know, do your research. Know exactly who you're pitching your, uh, your project to. So, you know, know things about them, know exactly the kind of things that they're going to be looking for, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the last thing that I'll talk about from this was 
um, the thing that he mentioned was providing value. So, you know, one of the big things um, is that obviously you, everybody wants to provide value, but one of the biggest things that he wants you, and I think that a lot of people have kind of reminded me personally as well, is, you know, who truly knows what will be valuable? valuable? Um, something that's valuable to me may not be valuable to other people and vice versa. And also sometimes people don't exactly know every single market. So, you know, know exactly what you're pitching and prove or talk about why it's important to certain communities or to certain people. I think that that's kind of a big thing. And also remember that not everything is going to be value permanently. Um, you know, we sort of, the, the, the big thing is, you know, I, th- I think his terminology was like a bubble. Um, what you want to do is, is you want to get into a bubble while it's still formed. Um, but then obviously the, the right time to leave is before the bubble bursts. And I think that's kind of a big thing. And in entertainment, I, I you know, some uh, the field that I'm more involved in, it's interesting because I think a lot of bubbles end up colliding and forming a new bubble, but then sometimes all of them pop. And, you know, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting aspects to this one that I think I'm going to have to personally ruminate on and think about what does that mean for me? What does that mean for the company? What does that mean for the people who are here? It's, it's just going to bring a lot of new, interesting discussions to the table, I think. Uh, okay, so I actually spent all of my time talking about the forward and none of the class. Uh, so maybe I'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, maybe I'll just kind of always be behind a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm going to try and keep it to about 10 minutes. We had the intro, we had the, the music and stuff. So now's the time for me to say goodbye. Um, and we'll talk about the other class that I took today. We'll talk about that one tomorrow. Uh, so if you want to find me and talk to me about the different things that I'm doing during this experiment, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Colin M. Parker. That is C-O-L-I-N-M-P-A-R-K-E-R. As always, you can also hit us up on the Scavengers Network, which is at ScavengersNet on Twitter or Facebook.com slash the Scavengers Network. Or more importantly, you can check out the ScavengersNetwork.com and check out all of the other wonderful shows here on the network. Today, I am going to recommend a show, POP, uh, which is our podcast outreach program. That's what POP stands for. Um, we just launched that one on, on, uh, iTunes and on Spotify. And I'm, I think it's on Google play now. Uh, I will definitely double check that. Um, but you can definitely check that out. We have a link to it in our uh, website as well, which is scavengersnetwork.com slash pop P O P. And, uh, you can hear episodes that we have recorded with students when we do the podcast 101 program, the podcast outreach program, right? Um, and just to give a real quick brief synopsis of what that looks like, and then we'll say goodbye. Um, basically what that means is we go into classrooms and we talk about the art of podcasting, how to make it more accessible, how to get more voices heard, why it's important to have different life experiences and stories shared, uh, not just in podcasting, but in general, why it's very important to make sure that every voice gets to have a seat at the table and be heard. Uh, and not just people who happen to look like me. Um, and so with that, I'm going to leave you there. Listen to that show. 
listen to the other shows on the network. Like I said yesterday, we have 18 shows on the network. So if you go out to www.scavengersnetwork.com, you can peruse all of our podcasts, and I'm sure you will find something that you enjoy. Real quick, actually, I'm going to do one last plug. I started to say goodbye, and I thought about it, just in case. Check us out at patreon.com as well. If you enjoyed this show or any other show and want to help continue to help our company grow and do more podcast outreach program-like things, uh, we'd like to take it on the road. And uh, when people back us, it really helps us be able to expand our reach. Um, so check us out at scaven- uh, sorry, at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Um, and if you donate $2 or more, uh, no matter what you know uh, slot you take or what type of tier you take, uh, you also get all the bonus content from every show that uh, participates in the bonus programs. So uh, yeah, check us out there. One last time, that's patreon.com slash the scavengers network. And I think that's a pretty good spot to leave it at. So, as always, I'm Colin M. Parker, and thank you so much for listening to Journey Under 30. I'll see you tomorrow, and I'll also see you on the Forbes. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. W-I-D-K. Is your morning commute too much fun? Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fish Stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you. Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. It feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like... The Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft-shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a reason he's completely shaved. This is I Don't Know Radio, the only show that delivers more than you wanted and less than you hoped for. Search WIDK in your podcast app.